live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, the News Talk Giant of North Alabama, and the News Talk Giant show of the afternoons is this one, Right Side Radio, where we like to say we are solid, conservative, and just plain right. I'm your host, Phil Williams. Glad to be with you. Coming into the last hour here, before we get started, i got to tell you just real quickly one of the things that those, those friends of mine at Otter Creek Farm are doing. If you've ever wanted to get more comfortable with your, your shooting iron, with your, with your firearms, they're actually holding a shooting school right now. You can go to their website, ottercreekfarmstead.com. And aside from the fact that you can do wing shooting there, make it a wedding destination venue, uh, the culinary experiences are amazing. They've also got a shooting school right now with qualified instructors. Bring your personal firearm. They will teach you how to be better and more proficient and more comfortable with it. You can even stay the night there and, and enjoy the fine dining experience while you're at it. Uh, it's an amazing venue, and they've got a lot of stuff out there for folks that are into hunting and into beautiful outdoor places and into eating and into shooting. OtterCreekFarmstead.com. Check them out. So, Copper, i got to ask you, you been watching the Olympics any this year? I haven't really, actually. What about in the past? Have you in the past have you been someone who who said, "Ooh, the Olympics tonight! I gotta watch." I usually will just pull up my favorite events. Yeah, like what 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 are your favorite events? Like gymnastics, ice skating. Though often I prefer to just watch highlights on YouTube or or on the Olympic website go, itself. Go back and pick the best of the best yeah. and watch those. Yeah. I, uh, so, all right, then let me ask you this: Summer Olympics versus Winter Olympics. Which would you prefer to watch? Oh. Well, because I have a favorite in each, but okay. I think, well, because gymnastics is summer and ice skating is winter, so I don't know. I think I like ice skating a little better than gymnastics. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's hard. I mean, both are amazing. I mean, the things they can do, yeah. I, just, I look at that and think, okay, I don't get it. How does a human body even make that work? <laughs> right. <laughs> How do you spin around that many times mm. and not completely lose the ability to function? I don't get it. Um. Simone Biles, we talked about her not long ago. Uh, the travails that she's gone through in her personal life have extended now into her professional life or yeah. semi-professional life. And uh, But it just was announced today that she is going to compete next week, I think, in the balance beam competition. Yes, I was excited uh, to see that. I'm excited to see that because I'm excited to see it for her benefit mm. and also for the for the team. I just also hope that she didn't face some kind of pressure and throw herself into a position like that mm. when she's not when she shouldn't be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but I think what we're seeing though right now is that by and large people are not watching the Olympics this year. You're not alone in that, Copper. Mm. I mean, I, I haven't watched I haven't watched a single event, um, not not a one. Yeah. And I, I think it's because I just I just. I'm not rooting against them by any stretch. I'm looking right now at the medal count, by the way. The United States is in second place overall. Uh, we have 22 gold, 25 silver, 17 bronze. Nice. Who's first? 66, uh, China. Okay. Huh. Yeah. We have 66 total medals. They have 62, but of theirs, 29 of them are gold. Ah. So uh, China is, um, is, 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 is beating us right now. That, just, that can't be allowed to happen. <laughs> Step can't. up. I know, step up. But, you know, I, I think part of the reason why it's become such an issue, I mean, right now, uh, was it MB, who has the NBC? NBC is the one that I got paper. See, I got, I got my research right here. NBC, here's the headline off of uh, NBC scrambles as Olympic ratings crumble following woke protests and athletes dramatic quitting. Mm -hmm. 
that's we're seeing that left and right right now. People are sick of watching. Hey, let's go watch see what the soccer team does. Why are they kneeling at our national anthem? They're on the U.S. team. Or here, let's go watch the basketball. Why are they fighting among themselves? Oh, by the way, and kneeling on the side of the court during the national anthem. Oh. People are sick of it. It also just seemed rampant with ill luck. And it was postponed, and then they didn't allow spectators, and now there's COVID in Japan, and it just on and on and on. Drama, 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 drama. Yes, I agree. Um, I mean, some are calling it the woke Olympics. Um, <laughs> you know, and I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm never going to root against my team. The U.S. Olympic team is my team, all right? So I'm not going to go root for Canada against the women's soccer team for the U.S. I'm just not. But I'm also not going to watch their games because I'm sick of Megan Rapinoe. I'm sick of, you know, the, the whole, you know, posturing for or virtue signaling. I mean, the Olympics – Tell me what you think, but the Olympics are supposed to be less about the athlete themselves and more about mm-hmm. competing as a nation on the world stage. I mean, the athletes do become stars, but they also are representatives of our nation. I mean, yeah, like I, I can agree. think of, I can think of people. Some, some of which you remember, some you won't. Maybe like Mary Lou Retton was a, just an amazing. She was a Simone Biles of her day in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Phelps, you remember him? I guess. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I mean that man was a was a freak show in the pool. I mean like <laughs> Aquaman lives. Michael Phelps. But, but here's one that I remember distinctly, and you talk about a source of national pride. They made movies about it and everything, but in, um, oh gosh, what year would this be? 1978, 80? The U.S. Olympic hockey team beat the Soviet team. And if you've, if you've, never, if you've never seen what happened on the ice when that game concluded and we beat the, cause the Soviets were considered to be the dominant power mm-hmm. in hockey in the world. And the U.S. Olympic hockey team beat them and, like, like held on. Like, it was down to the wire. I actually knew a guy that was on that team. Ooh. And, and if, you, if you go watch the, the, the end of it, the, the players are literally skating around with American flags draped over their shoulders and crying <laughs> because they knew they had just done something. And the, the nation was just, I mean, every box of cereal wanted a hockey player <laughs> on it. And, and we were proud. And uh, it was a win for the team, but it was, and it was well-earned, but it was a source of, you know, national pride. And I think there's just too many pampered athletes that are into virtual signaling. And, like, you got Megan Rapinoe, the purple-haired chick from the oh, – I said, I say chick, I'm sorry. The purple-haired um, activist who plays soccer, uh, Raven Saunders, uh, who just um, today uh, made sure that the world knew that she is a um, – a gay athlete, not just a good athlete for the United States. She's a gay athlete, and she had to do her protest while she got her um, – she had to hold up her hands in, in the X symbol for intersectionality. Um, Gwen Berry, who was it last week, uh, she, she won a medal, and then when they played the national anthem, she turned her back and put a, a, a T-shirt mm-hmm. over her face that said activist athlete. I mean, come on. It's just, it's just nuts. We got a guy – have you seen this copper? A guy used to be a sports columnist named uh, William Roden for the New York Times. He was on, I think, MSNBC a few days ago. And he said that he, he confessed, I'm quoting here, that he felt disturbed by the appearance of the American flag during the Olympic opening ceremony due to the association of that flag with the January 6th Capitol riots. What an what? idiot. Where do they find these people? It's the U.S. Olympic team. What flag are they supposed to carry? I mean, the rainbow flag? What do they carry? <laughs> do, they, do, they, do they bring in the Russian flag to make you feel better about oh. yourself there, Mr. William Roden? Um, anyway, 
all said and done, the ratings are tanking copper and it's uh it's not good because this used to be the thing that every network competed hard to be allowed mm. to be the one to carry the olympics because it was a big deal uh i don't know if you saw this or not D did you um did you happen to see that uh, this has been the year of the transgender athlete too ah uh, yes they keep going on about that yeah because it's more important that we understand they're transgender athletes and they're breaking the glass ceiling so transgender athlete Laurel Hubbard, I don't know if you saw her or not. She is a, um, I, I hesitate to even say she, but she, okay. A man who is now identifying as a woman and has gone through the transitional process, hormone therapies and all of it, mm -hmm. to be uh, a woman, uh, renamed herself Laurel Hubbard when she was in her 30s. She's 43 years old now, but New Zealand sent her to the Olympic Games to compete in women's powerlifting. And she was born a man. And... Um, and, and Laurel Hubbard is a stout individual, let me just tell you. Yeah. Um, but so it was big doings, right? Big, big doings that Laurel Hubbard, the first transgender female to compete in the women's weightlifting, did not even make it through the opening trials today to compete in her, um, in her weight class. Didn't even make it. Wow. Yeah. So... Uh, a female powerlifter from China actually won. <laughs> nice. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. See, yep. although it kind of frustrates me because then, of course, everybody on that side of the aisle is going to use that as a reason. See, of course, women can still beat transgender women, so there's no reason they shouldn't compete against each other. Okay, Perfect well. Perfect point. Oh, Are you reading my notes? Are you reading my notes right now? Did you get my notes in advance? Nope. That was that was spot on. That's what I think is going to happen. I think you're right. Go ahead and finish finish your thought, and then I'll just chime in. Although, of course, at the Olympic level, you're talking about the best weightlifter in the world, the best female weightlifter in the world. So I suppose they're the only ones who do have a chance of beating a transgender, once man, now female athlete. So I, on the I whole, I spec so. Yeah, I spec so. But but yeah, but the reality is, I think that's what they're going to do. I mean, she said that. Well, Laurel Hubbard said that was just overwhelmed, overwhelmed with being on the Olympic stage. Well, that's what you signed up for. <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're overwhelmed by being there, maybe you shouldn't have been there in the first place. But anyway, went in and uh, what was it? The 43 year old weightlifter was chosen by New Zealand, yada yada yada, in the 87 kilogram category, uh, yada yada yada, and did not was not able to complete her first lift, like basically didn't, didn't, wasn't able to complete the first lift period. And, and so was basically exempt from any possibility of placing for a medal. Um, all said and done, I think you're right, Copper. I think what's going to wind up happening is it could have gone two ways. One, it would have been celebrated as the breakthrough moment of forever when a transgender woman took a medal. Okay. In the absence of a medal, all of your arguments that transgenders shouldn't compete in women's sports will look, she lost to a woman. So that just says, Okay, I see how this is going. Yeah, and they're going to smell use, a conspiracy. Use that one example to set policy for every other female sports competition across the country. Just no. Uh, well, yeah, but but here here's here's the um here's the unfortunate blowback that's happening. So this this is not being reported much, but I was able to seek it out and find it. Uh, now, of course, I had to go. Believe it or not to an LGBTQ activist newsletter to get this information. I felt like I needed a shower when I got done. But anyway, 
So they identify. <laughs> so the article calls them two 18-year-old cisgender sprinters. Cisgender sprinters. Okay, what that basically means is they're not gay. All right. So anyway, bottom line is uh, two sprinters, females from Namibia, Christine Mboma and Beatrice Masalingi, were banned from running in the Olympic 400-meter dash because they have an unusually high natural testosterone level. So these are actual women. Because they've had to set standards now to allow transgenders to compete by measuring their testosterone levels, then a woman who was born a woman and wanted to run as a woman, for whatever reason, had an unnaturally higher level of testosterone. She was... She basically two of them were told they can't compete. Wow. So that's where we're at. We're going to exclude real women on standards that were based Ooh. for non-real women, and we're going to let non-real women compete as if they're real women. And I'm sure people are, are just screaming at me right now. And if you want to call in, I'll tell you what, if you want to call in and tell me why I'm wrong, I'll take it. But be prepared to to hear that I don't agree with you. But But that's what's happening right now. So so this transgender athlete, Laurel Hubbard, couldn't make it past the first round and failed miserably and probably never should have been there in the first place because she wasn't mentally prepared, much less physically, apparently, and was 43 years old, by the way. 43. That's ancient in Olympic standards for anything, much less powerlifting. But she was a 43-year-old transgender weightlifter who, because she apparently met the standards for testosterone. Well, the standards now have banned two 18 year old, uh, sprinters who were apparently world-class sprinters. It's too bad for their luck. I hate it. I hate it. But that's, uh, that's where we are right now. Um, that whole, that whole article kept identifying them as black cis women from Africa. Jeez. Okay. Um, and then of course the women's soccer team, uh, the women's soccer team. As we head to the break, I'll just say this. Uh, the women's soccer team, um, they lost to Canada. I saw one guy on Twitter said they were probably too sore from kneeling at the national anthem. Um, but all said and done, they're competing for bronze as the best they can do, uh, which means that Megan Rapinoe will have less of a stage to virtue signal from. I guess she'll still get more... Um, you know, endorsements from Subway and some of the other woke corporations that feel like she speaks for them. All well, said and done, it's frustrating because I do love sports and I do love the U.S. Olympic teams and I want to rally behind them. And, the, and, and by the way, the swimmers, swimmers have been spot on. They have been like tearfully joyful over winning for their country. Not a one of them has knelt that I'm aware of. Praise God. Listen, more to come. Right Side Radio, solid conservative, just plain right. We'll be right back. News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, the News Talk giant in North Alabama. Here we are, the show for the afternoons, 2 to 5, Monday through Friday. Phil Williams here as your host for Right Side Radio. Glad you're with us. And you know the mantra, solid, conservative, and just plain right. That's us. And uh, and you guys out there that are right-side ruffians, you know the deal. We're going to keep speaking truth and encouraging you and empowering you and hopefully uh, entertaining you in the process. Um, you know, it, it's, Charlene says it constantly. There's more of us than there are of them. But us has got to stand up, all right? Us has got to take our stand 
and run for office and, and, and speak at the meetings and hold people accountable. Us, the more of us, it doesn't matter how many other are of us if we don't do something about it. Hey, Copper, you there? I just, um, I just went back during the break and watched the last minute of the uh, U.S. hockey team in 1980 in the Winter oh. Olympics beating the Soviet team. It was awesome. So, so now I have encouraged you. That's all I do is I encourage you, but I have encouraged you to watch a, the movie We Were Soldiers at some point. If you like war movies, you'll love that one. But then the other thing is go watch the minute and a half of the ice hockey at the 1980 Winter Olympics when the U.S. Olympic hockey team, Team USA, they called them. I mean, that was their name, Team USA. Mm-hmm. And they and they beat, and it was the most patriot. About brings tears to my eyes to watch it. Just. God, so good. Hey, listen, we're going to open the phone lines up in a minute. We'll come back from the break. 866-494-9866. 866-494-9866. How do you feel about the Olympics right now? Are you watching it? What do you think about Team USA? News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. We'll be back after this. News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN News Talk, powerhouse of North Alabama. And this uh, is the proud owner of the 2 to 5 slot Monday through Friday. That is Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. I'm your host, Phil Williams. Glad to be with you. Hey, listen, we're going to open the phone lines up for a little bit. 866-494-9866. The topic is the Olympics. Are you watching the Olympics? What do you think about the Olympics? Do you care about the Olympics? Are you rooting for your Team USA or against your Team USA? I'm curious how you feel about it. Is it the woke Olympics to you, or can you put all that aside and work through it? Just tell me what you think. News Talk channel phone number here is 866-494-9866. So I'm looking back right now while the phone lines are open. I'm looking back right now at a few things that have just been labeled as some of the greatest moments in U.S. Olympic history. And I was reminded of some that I'd just forgotten about. You know, like, um, well, one of them just really strikes me as being significant. In 1996, was just feels like yesterday, by the way, but in 1996, Carrie Strug was one of our uh, Olympic um, athletes. She was in the, in the Summer Olympics competing in Atlanta as a member of the, um, uh, the gymnastics team. And at the big games, she struggled because she injured her ankle during the vault. And she hobbled back up on the mat with a sprained ankle and nailed the second vault and then nailed the landing and then raising up her arms. You could tell she was in pain. Man. But she pushed through, and because of what she did with a sprained ankle in the middle of the event, she didn't quit or anything. Team won gold because of her. And it was you know, apparently so painful, her coach had to carry her off the, uh, off the mat. But, but that's... That's a competitive athlete right there. I'm looking at other things like Carl Lewis in 1996, just wearing people out uh, on the track. Uh, I'm looking at things like, you know, you can step back in history here and see things like, um, gosh, I mean, Jim Thorpe, 1912. Before uh, Bruce Jenner ever took, you know, any decathlon events, Jim Thorpe was known as the greatest athlete in the world. Uh, Won 15 events in the 1912 Stockholm Games. You got things like Jesse Owens. Jesse Owens went to 
Nazi Germany in 1936, where it was not popular to be a black man, even more so than any other nation in the world, to include our own. We sent Jesse Owens there as a great athlete, regardless of his skin color, and he wore Adolf Hitler's Nazi Germany out. Um, we almost boycotted those games, but Owens proudly saluted when he won his medal uh, and stood for the national anthem in front of um, Adolf Hitler, who was furious that a black man showed up his uh, his Third Reich. Nice. Um, yeah, I mean, there's great stories here, Copper. I mean, there's they're huge. Muhammad Ali, a lot of people don't remember that in 1960, Muhammad Ali was a virtual unknown, but he became an 18-year-old gold medalist uh, in boxing at the Olympics. Uh, what else have we got? Mark Spitz set winning records in the Munich Olympics in 1972. Munich Olympics also, I believe, were the Olympics where terrorists um, um, uh, assassinated a big part of the Israeli team. Uh, and it became obvious from then on that politics would enter into the Olympics. Uh, before he was Caitlyn Jenner, Bruce Jenner, in 19... I remember that I was 11 years old. In the 1976 Montreal Olympics, Bruce Jenner became the next world's greatest athlete. One gold in the decathlon was, you know, on the box of Wheaties. Everybody was talking about, eat your Wheaties, be like Bruce Jenner. Um, 1984, Mary Lou Retton. Mary Lou Retton, who became like the world's darling, but certainly was the darling of, of everybody in the United States. She's 16 years old, she just blew people away. She was a Simone Biles every time is what I said earlier. And um, this was after she had damaged her knee during a pre-Olympics floor routine and had to have an urgent operation just months prior to the summer games. <laughs> I mean, and competed anyway uh, and, and, and blew it out. Um, hey, listen, call in if you want to, 866-494-9866. How do you feel about the Olympics right now? What are you seeing? Are you watching? Are you even watching? Uh, it's interesting uh, to see whether or not the Olympics, which the ratings are hugely down, are going to bounce back from all this wokeism that I think has really turned off the audience. Copper, what, I mean, thinking back, what are your, do you have any uh, favorite moments in Olympic history? Hmm. I really liked uh, Gabby at the gymnastics. Yes. That, I think that was Rio. I think, her, I, I think you're right. Her um, high beams were just, it was like she was flying. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 which, by the way, I'm a paratrooper and all that, mm. but that freaks me out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, you, you got other things like, uh, oh gosh, Michael Phelps. My oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Michael Phelps, I think I said earlier, was like a freak of nature. I mean, when he did, he won eight medals. No one had ever won eight gold medals in one uh, Olympics ever. In fact, I think he may have the most golds ever won by an athlete, period. But eighth in the in, – in, wow. Um, who else do we have? Katie Ledecky. Katie Ledecky, by the way, is, uh, is back again. I think she's uh, uh, on the team again this year. Uh, yeah, you're talking about Gabby Douglas, right? Yeah. Um, that was 2012. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm sailing through some of the others here. What I, It's interesting. I don't see – why would they do this? In the article that I'm looking at, which came from Parade Magazine, uh, they did not list Team USA's hockey defeat of uh, hmm. of the the Soviet team. But that's okay. We know we know what it was. It was the goodness. It was it was glorious. It was uh, it was a great moment in national pride as well as just you know the idea of uh, of us beating the Soviets. Which wow, that was something else. 
All right, folks, 866-494-986. If you want to call in, you can. We're talking about the Olympics. How do you feel about the Olympics? Are they too woke for you? Are you watching them? Do you care? Are you rooting for the teams? Are you not rooting for the teams? I'd love to hear what you have to say. Uh, we got other things going on around the world right now. I will tell you that uh, some interesting things are happening that are not even getting much press, and they should. Uh, Copper, are you, are you tracking the tensions with China? Uh, because we have, we have all kinds of things uh, happening uh, with regards to China right now. I'll, I'll just go ahead and speak for her because I know she's answering the phones. But, uh, but literally, right now, Reuters is reporting. Uh, I'm not seeing it in other mainstream media in the United States. But Reuters are reporting that a German warship is now heading for the South China Sea uh, to uh, make a show of force against China, which has been uh, reaching uh, new levels of encroachment in the South China Sea uh, and joining uh, a U.S. Navy task force there conducting freedom of navigation operations. So that's a big deal, y'all. I mean, I don't know if you know it or not, but that's, that's the military being an arm of diplomacy, if you will, because they're asserting and force projecting in a way that um, you wish wouldn't have to happen, but it does. Hey, the phone lines are open, 866-494-9866. We're talking about the Olympics, most of all. We're including other news. I'm just starting to talk about China a little bit, but I see we got a call on the line, so I'll go ahead and take Chris from Decatur. Chris from Decatur, Phil Williams here on right side. Uh, what you got, man? Don't care. Haven't watched it probably in 15 years. Oh, wow, 15 years. So you, you, yeah. you don't care because you, you've lost the love for it. How come? Absolutely. Lost the love for it. I, they're just spoiled and stupid, the athletes are. I mean, they're just – it's ridiculous. I don't know, man. I mean, it's been, it hadn't been 15 years since Michael Phelps was up there just wearing it out, and I enjoyed seeing him win his eight medals. I mean, did, there was some good stuff that happened. You know, it seems like this year has been the year of the wokeness. What do you think? Well, probably the last one really got it started. I mean, with, uh, with the uh, soccer team, that really was a big turnoff. It was. The, yeah, Megan Rapinoe uh, and, and, and the and – the, Basically, the fuss among the members of the women's soccer team, it became like more of a political stunt than it became a soccer team. So you're right. It's pretty right, bad Chris. when you hear that they – it's pretty bad when you hear that they lost and you go, yay. <laughs> and I think, unfortunately, uh, we're, we're hearing probably a lot of yays, at least muted yays around the – and that's a shame, by the way. It's a real shame. Hey, Chris from Decatur, thanks for calling in. We appreciate it. 866-494-9866. Do you care? I mean, what are you are you watching the Olympics? What are you seeing or not seeing? Is it making sense to you? Do you do, do you are you rooting for Team USA? Are you rooting for a certain part of Team USA and not others? I'm curious. 866-494-9866. Just call in, give us your thoughts. It's a free range time on the phone for talking about the Olympics. But I was also starting to talk about a couple other things. I want to make sure you guys are tracking. Um, and if we get time, I'll go back to it. If not, I'll make it part of tomorrow's show. There's some serious tensions right now brewing uh, in um, other parts of the world. And we have to keep our eyes on the prize. And I'm going to tell you right now, keep your eyes on China. And keep your eyes on China beginning about mm, a week from now. Because the Olympics are over. All the athletes go home. And then suddenly, what happens to Taiwan could take on new meaning. Hey, we got a call on the line, though. I'll go ahead and take it. Pete from Decatur. Pete from Decatur. Phil Williams here on right side. Do you like the Olympics or do you not? What do you think? Oh, we lost him. Man, he was there and he wasn't there. All right, Pete, if you want to call back in, you can. Uh, apparently, his call dropped. 866-494-9866. 
Well, I tell you what, we're going to be heading into a break here in just a minute. But uh, this there's there's plenty more to talk about, and I'm curious, what are you thinking about the Olympics right now? 866-494-9866. Do you like what you're seeing? Do you not like what you're seeing? Do you even care? Are you one of the reasons why the ratings have dropped? Are you rooting for Team USA? Are you rooting against Team USA? Oh, man, it's, it's a heck of a thing to actually be somebody who remembers watching the U.S. Olympic hockey team, Team USA, beat the Soviets in, in hockey in 1980. That's how old I am, but nonetheless, I watched that, and I was swelling with pride. I was freaking out as a, as a teenager watching that happen. And that's, I don't feel that right now. I don't feel that in terms of what our Olympic team brings to the national sense of pride anymore. All I, all I seem to get out of it is, okay, wait, let's watch. Are they going to do? Are they going to kneel the national anthem again? Oh man! And that's what seems to trump everything. Eight six six four nine four nine eight six six. Tell us what you think. We'll be right back. Well, News Talk 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. Phil Williams here hosting Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. It has been a great show, and I can't believe it's already about done. we got a few minutes left, so I'll leave the phone lines open if you want to call in. We've only had a couple of callers on this one, 866-494-9866, 866-494-9866. What do you think about the Olympics? Are you watching them? Are you not watching them? Do you even care? Or, or do you care a lot, and, and you wonder why other people don't? I mean, call in and tell us how you feel. Uh, I'd be glad to hear it. 866-494-9866. Hey, listen, some of y'all have heard me talking about different folks that are sponsors on the show. And, if, and, and we've actually gotten a few inquiries. How do I advertise on Right Side Radio? Well, I'll tell you right now, if you want to know more about Right Side Radio to include advertising, you can check us out on our website, rightsideradio.org. That's rightsideradio.org. We've got stuff on there. We've got bios for myself and Copper. We've got like our recommended reading list. There's a photo gallery on there. There's copies of all the op-eds I've written in the last 10 years on there. You can pretty much see what we stand for, but there's also on the contact list, there's a place on there where you can you can contact my friend Bobby, who will tell you what it takes to advertise uh, uh, on Right Side. We'd love to have you be a part of the team. And listen, biggest show in North Alabama in the afternoons is this one. If you want something that gets the word out, this is the show to do it. And uh, and we'd love to have you, like I said, on the team. Rightsideradio.org. You'll also find on there how to how to click on it and listen live in case you're driving outside of the district or the uh, or the uh, listening area. Uh, and you can follow me on social media too at sin that's s e n at sin phil williams uh, we we've got it going on and we're covering down on the topics that you're going to want to know more about the topics that by the way are solid conservative and just plain right hey i got to tell you real quick about my friends over at zla solutions too zla solutions that's the name of the company ZLAUSA.com, that's their website. So ZLA Solutions is a company that will help put people back to work in Alabama. It's amazing what they do, and they're good at it. I've known these folks personally for quite a while. ZLA Solutions, what, I mean, basically if you're looking for a job right now, go to ZLAUSA.com and look up their website. They've got jobs posted right now all over North Alabama, good ones. If you're an employer, you need to fill out your ranks. doesn't matter whether it's manufacturing, whether it's a service-related industry, or what. ZLA 
solutions will help you find the people for your workforce. It doesn't matter what you're looking for. They'll do all the headhunting for you. It can be, you know, it can be blue collar, white collar, no collar, does not matter. ZLA Solutions. They like to say at ZLA, they don't make it, they make it better. ZLAUSA.com is a website for ZLA Solutions. Check them out. They'll, they'll do you right. All right. Copper, we're not getting a whole lot of takers on the phone regarding the Olympics, which tells me that it might not be a topic that's resonating well with people anyway, mm-hmm. um, which is interesting. I'm uh, sitting here looking, though, to see whether we picked up any more medals for today. I don't see any more medals for today. But nonetheless, the Olympics continue on. And, and I said earlier, too, there's a piece of international news that I think I might unpack a little more in tomorrow's show because we're only in the final minutes of today's show. Um, folks, you, you got to watch. Even though this is a show that focuses a lot on what's happening locally and state, keep in mind, we're, we are a military family here, all right? We're a military family, and I say that our, our listeners are a family, a bunch of right side ruffians. We we care, and a lot of you are are green suitors who work out at uh, Redstone Arsenal or defense contractors who who accompany them. Uh, and and we are a state, by the way, that has ranks uh, more per capita veterans per state than most any other state in the U.S. And then on top of that, we also have, you know, Fort Rucker. We got Maxwell Air Force Base, which is the schoolhouse for the Air Force. We got Redstone Arsenal. We got Anniston Army Depot and a National Guard and Reserve uh, Base that is just, you know, bar none. Uh, Right now, you better watch what's happening with China. And I mean that with all sincerity. It's a near-peer adversary. Uh, that is creating additional tensions that we had not expected to rise to the level that they are. But with the advent of the Biden administration taking a very weak stance against China, you're seeing an increased China posturing against Taiwan, among other things. And just today it's announced by Reuters that Germany has uh, uh, sent one of its warships to the South China Sea to join the U.S. Navy's task force there in a show of force and conducting freedom of navigation operations. That's, that's big doings, y'all. And uh, and that's important. All right, we got a caller, and I'm 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 a little getting close on time, but I'm going to go ahead and take this. John from Madison, John from Madison, calling in about the Olympics. Hey, John, Phil Williams on right side. Do you or don't you like the Olympics? What do you think? Oh, overall, Phil, I would say that I don't like the Olympics. Uh, I don't particularly care for NBC and their coverage, uh, particularly because they're so one-sided with their woke uh, style of uh, of uh, covering the Olympics. But I will say that we shouldn't paint all the athletes with the same brush that we do the ones that are woke, uh, because there are a lot of athletes that are that are very very uh, uh, supportive of the American flag and, and what we stand for in the U.S. Constitution, and uh, they perform very well. So what I've been doing is I've been being selective as to what I watch and who I watch. I mean, I watched the golf tournament, I watched uh, the swimming and diving. And I watch some of the track and field, but not all of it. That, that, that's a great point. Hey, John, that's a great point. And you made a point that I hadn't even really paid much attention to. The ratings themselves may be down in part just because of NBC itself. That's a great point. Hey, John from Madison, thanks for the call. We appreciate you. And I, and I do agree with John, by the way. Um, John made the point that, number one, the ratings are tanking on the Olympics this year by comparison to previous years or previous uh, Olympic Games. And in part, that may be, John postured, uh, postulated that it, it may very well be because um, NBC itself is continually providing woke coverage. It's like they can't resist the opportunity 
to make everything about liberal policies. Well, cut the crap. Just let us enjoy the flag being waved in the face of foreign nations who can't compete on our level. What a wonderful thing. And I don't mind American exceptionalism, but apparently sometimes NBC does. And the next point that John did make, though, was not every athlete on the Olympic team or competing in these uh, Olympic Games um, is determined to do virtue signaling and to be woke at every turn. And and I I I totally agree. I think I made mention earlier, and maybe I should be a little more uh, emphatic on it, is that the U.S. Olympic swim team, the men's swim team, has been probably the more patriotic member of the team visibly and, and that's been enjoyable to watch and so enjoyable to watch hey listen we got a great show tomorrow some of y'all like adventures in woke world i think you're gonna like that tomorrow i got a, i got a great new skit a good spoof for that one uh we got uh, a monologue coming that i think is gonna wind up being really good if it comes together the way i think it will and all said and done we got a great show with plenty of news and we may branch out into a little international relations tomorrow phil williams Right Side Radio. Coming up next is the great one, Mark Levin on WBNN. Hey.